0: Pakistan has been facing an unprecedented economic crisis. The country has reached out to the IMF for a bailout to avoid an economic meltdown. Pakistan is trying really hard to unlock the US billion loan facility with the IMF. Meanwhile, the IMF has asked Pakistan to follow certain conditions such as withdrawing subsidies to the REACH and others. The country is in a really sensitive position. As of February 10, Pakistan had only 3.2 billion US dollars in reserves that will hardly cover three weeks of imports. Pakistan has been running against time to make conditions stable. Hi, this is Nabodita Ganguly. Welcome to the BL Podcast. To talk in depth about the economic condition that Pakistan is in, the possible way out for that matter, I'm joined today by Shahbaz Rana, who is an anchor at Express News and economic correspondent at the Express Tribune in Pakistan. Hi Shabazz, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It is a pleasure to talk to you.
0: So, my first question to you is, how is the rise in price of goods affecting the common people in Pakistan?
1: Well, like any developing country, the income levels of Pakistan are also lower. Majority of the people, uh, um, they fall in the middle income group or the low middle income group. Uh, in addition to that, uh, there are class which which we describe as uh, poor and then the, then, the, then another class uh, which is vulnerable, still not below the poverty line, but can slip into into the poverty line. The kind of increase in prices that we are witnessing uh, nowadays and will uh, further increase in coming days because of the IMF program, uh, it is feared that the majority of the people, they will be affected by the price increase. And this actually uh, was triggered by, by Russia-Ukraine war back in uh, 2022, uh, which pushed the prices of the international commodities including the cr- uh, crude oil Um, Higher and Pakistan being a major importer of these commodities and crude oil uh, had to face the increase in prices. Coupled with that, uh, we have our own domestic issues uh, like uh, the flood, the devastating floods that we had in in August, September last year, uh, which also disrupted the supply chains. And because of these reasons and, and now the IMF program, we have to increase the fuel prices, we have to increase the taxes. Uh, We have to increase the energy tariffs. So because of of all these factors, uh, the prices uh, are going to go up. And and it is feared that the majority of the population will be affected by that.
0: Okay, all right. And is going to IMF the only option for Pakistan?
1: Uh, Unfortunately, yes. Right now, we don't have any other option uh, except going to the IMF, uh, because uh, all the regional countries, including China, Saudi Arabia, the UAE, they have been helping Pakistan in a big way. Uh, But because of large external financing needs that Pakistan has, no country or the institution can alone help Pakistan. This is the reason that this time uh, IMF is also asking Pakistan to get additional loans from these uh, bilateral creditors. Uh, So given our uh, large uh, external financing requirements, requirements which are estimated uh, at around 32, 34 billion dollars. Uh, we have only around three billion dollar foreign exchange reserves, and uh, the maximum loan that the IMF can provide under the existing uh, program, which is going to end in June this year, is just uh, three three and a half billion dollar remaining. Uh, so, it, uh, so uh, that that even the IMF program alone cannot help. So, while remaining within the IMF program under the IMF umbrella. Uh, Pakistan will also require uh, additional loans from other bilateral as well as the multilateral creditors. And it may have to venture into the uh, capital market sometimes. If not in this fiscal year, in the next fiscal year, then uh, may have to take more loans from the foreign commercial banks.
0: Okay, so you're saying the situation is such that going to IMF has become a necessity? Yes. Okay, all right. And what are the conditions put by the IMF bailout program?
1: Uh, There are many conditions, but uh, four or five are the major conditions. And because of uh, uh, progress on implementation of those conditions, we have not been able uh, to sign a staff level agreement yet. And uh, among these conditions are um, a mini budget of rupees 170 billion, increase in the electricity prices, increase in the gas prices, increase in the interest rates, uh, withdrawal of the subsidi- subsidies, the power subsidies, particularly from the rich class of the country, including the exporters, and, um, and seeking commitments from the regional countries about their willingness to lend uh, loans to Pakistan. So these we describe as the prior actions. If we meet these conditions, the IMF will call uh, the uh, board meeting, which which if we reach, agreement this week or next week, the staff level agreement, only then the board meeting will be called.
0: Pakistan is almost close to meeting these conditions, right? They implemented lots of taxation, lots of the mini budget for that matter. There were lots of changes. So how is it going for the people of Pakistan now that these changes have been implemented?
1: Well, the real impact of these changes will come with the passage of time. The only Mm -hmm. major impact uh, change that has been enforced is increase in in the fuel prices. Uh, which is largely because of the uh, exchange rate adjustments uh, because uh, still there is no additional tax uh, on the fuel that the government has imposed under the under the imf program whatever taxation has been done on the fuel side it 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 is it has already been implemented no new taxation has so far been implemented on the fuel side but uh, there will be another rupees 10 per liter uh, petroleum levy which is a tax federal tax uh, on high-speed diesel uh, between March to April, uh, first of April this year. So that will have an impact on the high-speed diesel prices. Rest of the uh, impact uh, that still has to materialize, including the impact of the uh, increase in the taxes, because it will take you know some time before these uh, these 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 taxes are implemented. Another major impact, which is which is in a way positive impact is 154 percent increase in the federal excise duty rate on on tobacco uh, cigarettes Uh, that has been immediately implemented and and that has some impact on the smokers Uh, rest of the measures like the increase in uh, electricity prices increase in the gas prices increase in the policy rate by the state bank of pakistan uh, they have yet to materialize okay so basically
0: time will tell
1: you yes
0: So, some believe that accepting these IMF conditions will be disastrous for Pakistan. What are your views about the same?
1: Well, in short term, uh, these are very painful for Pakistan, for the Pakistani people. But in long term, we have to do this because there is no other choice this time. Uh, We have been delaying such measures, we have been giving subsidies to the rich, and we were not uh, willing to withdraw those subsidies. So, if we we take these measures, uh, then it is good for Pakistan. Uh, my only uh, problem is with uh, increase in, le- in electricity tariffs uh, on account of uh, less recoveries of the bills and line losses uh, my point is that uh, imf is punishing Pakistan's honest electricity consumers for the theft of the people and, le- and less recoveries uh, less payment of the bills by a class of the society uh, which doesn't pay its bill so a class that is already paying heavily paying the electricity bills they will be penalized uh, for the faults or the misgovernance of the government and the unwillingness of a class of a, of people not to pay their bills so other than that uh, we had to take these measures, and there was no other option
0: so how can this be um, solved for that matter like you mentioned that the honest peers are being troubled because of the high bills they are paying so what do you think should be the possible solution for it
1: Well, uh, the ultimate solution to this problem is uh, improvement in the governance. Uh, The bad governance in the power sector is hurting more than the electricity tariff increase because the tariff increase is now largely because of the bad governance. So it's a long-term solution. And uh, uh, the problem right now is that Pakistani government doesn't have a choice but to accept whatever the IMF says. And my uh, position on this issue, which I have conveyed to the IMF and the World Bank, which is the main... A uh, partner in this power sector reforms, what they call it, uh, is that uh, this increase in electricity tariffs will not address the issue of the power sector's debt. This the, the debt uh, that the government of Pakistan owes to the power producers on account of their uh, on account of the electricity payments, uh, electricity purchase payments, and also uh, some of the of the loans that they have taken from the banks, and uh, just to pay uh, the pay, pay the power producers the price of their electricity, um, this problem will remain, even if you increase uh, the electricity tariffs by any amount, because it is the governance issue. Until you increase the uh, efficiency of the power distribution companies, you reduce the line losses, you control the theft, uh, there will be a uh, debt, and that eventually will have to be passed on to the consumers. And one day, this, this has to end, and it has to it should have been ended now, but it didn't ha- happen because uh, we are under the IMF program. The IMF wants the quick solutions to the problems. Uh, so that's that's a gray area where the, there will still be some problems.
0: So are you optimistic that after these conditions will be put, maybe things would be better for the country?
1: Well, unfortunately, next two to three years or at least uh, one and a half to two years are very difficult for Pakistani government and the people of Pakistan. Uh, the IMF program is providing solution for the next four months. It is not providing solution for the next six months. Uh, so because this program is going to end in June. We need to have another IMF program. It will have its own conditionalities. It will have its own problems, solutions. Uh, so the situation may remain like this for, 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 for quite some time.
0: Okay. All right. And like you uh, yourself mentioned that Pakistan's foreign exchange reserve is at a very critically low point. So how can the country strengthen its reserve
1: uh, We have mm-hmm. only three options. Uh, mm-hmm. the exports, exports, and exports. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we need to increase the foreign remittances. We have to bring the, the formal channel. And thirdly, the foreign direct investment. So these are the three, the three mm-hmm. uh, areas where Pakistan need, need to work and improve its position. Uh, there, there is huge scope for the foreign remittances. The FDI regime of Pakistan is quite liberal than even Indian uh, FDI regime. Still, we are not able to, to get uh, significant foreign direct investment. Uh, there are manufacturers that include the bureaucratic snags, uh, the inefficiencies of the system, somehow, uh, law and order situation, which is now quite better compared to the past. Uh, so, these are the three areas where the government of Pakistan and the, and the exporters and the other business class need to work and improve the situation because taking more more loans to repay the old ones uh, is not a solution. We have to increase our foreign exchange reserves through non-debt creating inflows.
0: Why is that every line? Why is it lagging?
1: Um, Primarily, uh, there are many issues. The major issue is the inconsistency of uh, taxation and other economic and uh, energy policies. You know, the foreign investor wants clarity. It, It wants uh the foreign investor wants some kind of sustainability in policies so we have been changing our tax codes we have been changing our economic policies either under the influence of the imf or the world bank that is the major major reason or some because of some uh, internal domestic pressures so it's a major reason the inconsistencies in policy are the foreign investment more than even the terrorism uh, which Allah, you know, thank god is no more there in pakistan although there are few few incidents of terrorism uh, but it is not that bad situation that uh, the foreign investor having I mean, such a lucrative investment regime in Pakistan would shy away. So we need to work more on the governance side, on the taxation, and overall on the policy side, uh, side to, to encourage the foreign investment in Pakistan.
0: Alright. And uh, recently, Pakistan defense ministers said that the country has already defaulted.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So will it be safe to say that the country has already defaulted?
1: Uh, Well, there is a legal definition for a sovereign default. Uh, The sovereign default has not happened yet. And I can say with with certainty that uh, legally speaking, uh, Pakistan has not defaulted even on one small uh, external uh, debt payment. So that's one point. Uh, On that account, the defense minister's statement is not accurate. But uh, there are certain uh, obligations that Pakistan is not meeting Like, uh, there are problems for the foreign investors uh, to take out their uh, dividends. And there are problems in clearing uh, the uh, letter of credits open for the import of the, uh, for imports of the goods. Uh, Yes, there are problems. And uh, there are also problems in making energy payments to the foreign producers. So on those accounts, uh, the government of Pakistan is not able to make their payments timely. uh, But uh, that you may call a soft uh, kind of, Default, But it is not a sovereign default. Uh, Sovereign default is more severe, it has more severe implications for Pakistan and any government, you have seen this in Sri Lanka where kind of sovereign default happened, but that has not happened in Pakistan yet.
0: And uh, recently Pakistan and China reached out an agreement. Now China has decided to uh, give a loan of around, I think, 700 million commercial loan. So do you think more countries will reach out to Pakistan and help with the ongoing situation?
1: Well, this uh, $700 million loan by the China Development Bank is is not a new loan. It's a refinancing Mm -hmm. Uh, The CDB had already given this loan to Pakistan. It matured, Pakistan paid back. And it took some time, about a couple of months, before China again relent this money, and and the the disbursement will take place this week. Uh, Whether the other countries can help Pakistan, uh, it all depends upon the revival of the IMF program. If Pakistan is able to revive the IMF deal, different uh, definitely the other countries will also come forward and bail out Pakistan.
0: The flood in Pakistan was devastating. We all have been a witness about the same. So the World Bank has said that climate change could affect Pakistan's economy and it will see a cut of 18 to 20 percent of GDP. So what steps should the government take to address it? Because climate change has become to such an extent that it is affecting the economy as well.
1: Yes, it's, it's a serious issue for the region, particularly for Pakistan. Uh, we have been facing uh, this kind of situation. Um, although these were the worst ever floods since, since uh, probably our independence, uh, but we had also uh, very, very devastating floods back in 2010. Uh, the government needs to invest in, uh, in, 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 in areas where it can mitigate the impacts of the floods uh, that is very, very important. Uh, climate resilient policy. because if you if you talk about the emissions, uh, Pakistan is not a major polluter. It, it contributes only one percent even less than one percent of the global emissions. So that's not, that's not the uh, problem here. The problem is uh, the, the the sudden burst and and, and the, the, the the climate change related issues. and we need to we need to invest on the climate resilient infrastructure. If that happens, uh, the the, the impact uh, will be minimum. But again, here is a problem of the the resources. Uh, The countries, the global partners, they are not coming forward in a big way uh, to help Pakistan to deal with the crisis, the climate-related disaster. Uh, Even the Geneva conference where the the pledges of $9.7 billion were made, uh, majority of the money was either uh, the, the previously committed amounts which were diverted towards the floods or uh, the money uh, which were which, which was double counted by, by a major lender, uh, which would not even go towards the, the, the floods. So unlike whatever the world says, whatever the United Nations Secretary General says, uh, the world has not helped Pakistan to deal with the climate uh, related disasters. Uh, they need to come forward and it's not about pakistan it is about them
0: lastly if you like to sum up what do things should be the three most important areas that should be looked upon by the world as well as pakistan to make the country's economy better
1: well pa- pakistan has to stand on its own feet uh, number one uh, it's not like that the world should come forward to help pakistan mm-hmm. uh, except in the area of the climate change where, where pakistan is not a um, pakistan should not be blamed uh, for the for the development of the West, uh, which caused these kind of disasters, climate-related re- disasters. And in that area, uh, the world must help Pakistan because it is their sins and we are paying the price. Uh, other than that, when it comes to the economic front, the economic uh, issues, I think um, Pakistan should be self-reliant. Yes, at this point in time, the country needs the IMF, uh, the country needs the other uh, regional countries support but that should be for a limited period uh, we have to increase exports we have to increase the flows of the foreign remittances we have to increase the foreign direct investment and uh, more importantly uh, these are just external factors more importantly we have to fiscally behave we have to cut our expenditures particularly in, uh, on, on the non unproductive sectors of the economy so instead of the world pakistan should help itself
0: thank you so much for your time thanks a lot for joining us You're welcome